live with Dawn Marie. Today we're going to give you a little bit of a background of an interview I did several months back with Andrew Gallery about my book Living with Phantoms A Journey to the Truth and how I came about naming the book Living with Phantoms A Journey to the Truth. writing the book I didn't know what the title was going to be it wasn't until the very end and throughout the book I was referring to my pain as the phantom pains a phantom is something scary a phantom is something we all fear because we can't see it so while I was living with the disease for over 20 years and being misdiagnosed I would call them my phantom pains because everyone would just be like, you look healthy, you look normal. The doctors were always saying, you look great, take a vacation. Just a few Xanax here, a couple of anxiety stuff over here. But other than that, your blood work looks amazing. Have a good one. So writing the book, I didn't have a name. So I referred to everything that happened to me as the phantom pains and then all of a sudden I realized I've been living with phantoms my entire life and phantoms I capitalized the MS at the end for multiple sclerosis It is helping a great deal, not only for myself and healing from everybody else's journeys and reading what they're posting and what they're going through, um, just getting the voice out there and sharing other people's stories and sharing my story for the raw positive truth, but on a positive side of the disease versus the phantom side of the disease the torment of it, the anxiety, the stress, the suicidal thoughts, the pain that we go through every single day, but we have to get up and we gotta go to work and we have to continue to move forward with our lives every day. So I'm on my Instagram page and my Facebook page, it's about how to view the world differently, whether you're living with a chronic disease, a disease that has no cure, um, or life in general, or anyone with autoimmune, even cancer and heart disease. How do you move forward in your life when you're in so much pain? And it's easy to stay home and stay in bed and do nothing, but then the disease is taking over and it's better to get up and to move and look towards the light in the future. First symptoms um, is actually losing your eyesight through your ocular nerve. I started losing my eyesight around 19, 20, and 21, and I thought I was just tired from working too much. And then I started to drop things, and my entire hand would start to go completely numb, pins and needles. And actually, then it was my left hand, and I thought, oh my gosh, I'm in my 20s, I think I'm having a heart attack. 
Like I could not feel my arm, my face was going numb. And it's kind of like when you're sitting on your foot too long and it falls asleep. Well, this happens all the time throughout your entire body. It gets to a complete point of burning sensation where you're in so much pain you can barely move those limbs. And sometimes it just shuts you down completely. Those are the first major two symptoms. Other than that, we move forward into the progressive symptoms of we lose our speech, we lose our thought process and memory. We talk backwards sometimes because the connection isn't connecting properly. And you could ask me a question and one day I'm on fire and things are just coming out easily. The next day we could have the same conversation and whatever you're asking me, I can't even recall or converse with you because there's that blockage between the myelin sheath that has been destroyed from our own immune system, the white blood cells. It's intense. Just imagine cheese, Swiss cheese. So the Swiss cheese has holes all around it. The brain has so many facets to it. There's the frontal lobe, the back lobe, we call it the T2, T1, flares. Um, and when you have progressive MS or relapsing or mini MS or primary MS, it depends on where the lesions are in the brain. When I first had my first brain MRI, the lesions were in the frontal lobe and on the right-hand side. Now my lesions are on the front, back, middle, side, everywhere. So it's kind of like playing Russian roulette. You never know what you're going to get each day. something I had to learn. Once I knew what was wrong with me, it took me two years to figure out the triggers and the symptoms and how they were happening to me. Uh, so Robert and I you know, started making journals of what was going on with me. And at that point, I started to learn, okay, my hand's going numb, that means an attack is really coming on. Or my speech is getting slow, or I can't remember what you just said to me within a second. And I would learn to rest and nap and let my body relax. So on the days that I get up, there's days I don't leave the house. And there's days that I'm like, okay, this is like a monster that's totally beating the crap out of me. But I force myself to get out of bed, to move forward, and to get something done in the day, even if it's just one thing. And every morning, I give myself a pep talk. I get up take my medication, look in the mirror, and say, today we're gonna accomplish all of these things that I wrote on the list last night. And at the end of the day, if I got them all done, I actually congratulate myself. Like, wow, you got a lot accomplished today. And on the days that I accomplish one, I 
still congratulate myself because I'm my best advocate. Who's going to cheer for me and 